Hello, producers, and welcome to the Happy Digital Podcast, a show for creators, makers, and doers, where it is my goal to help you make to the max. So corny, don't care. My name is Ryan Hafey with Hafey Digital, and in this video, this video, see, I had to mess up somewhere. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about this, the Sony A7 III. We're going to be going over some of its customizations, custom features, and just features that I like about it. Let's get into it. All right, welcome to the show. If you are watching this on YouTube, welcome. If this is your first time, also welcome. If you are not subscribed to the channel already, it would be fantastic if you would do so. How's my audio sounding? I'm hoping that I'm coming through loud and clear. Everything seems to be looking good, which is great. So let me turn my desktop audio back on, get things going here. Perfect. So yeah, if you're here on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment in the live chat. Um, if there's any questions that come in during the course of the show, I'd be happy to answer them. If you're watching this after the fact, leave a comment down below. Let me know what you, shot, uh, what you thought of the show. And um, if you're listening to the audio-only portion of this podcast, welcome. Thank you for, I hope, your subscription. And um, by the way, this is now available on basically everywhere podcasts are available. So whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever it may be, Spotify, go find me on there. Hit that subscribe button. I would greatly appreciate it. And hopefully I can bring some value to you fine people out there. So anyway, yes, like I said today, we're going to be talking about the Sony a7 III. This is my go-to camera. Um, this is the the camera that I use for most of of my client work and really just most, it's a, the, the camera I use most in general anyway. Um, I was previously a Canon owner and uh, I have since switched over to Sony. In fact, this podcast is also being shot on a Sony a, uh, a6500. Um, and my second angle up here, which I'm still talking to apparently is, uh, also that one that is a Sony RX 100, just a little point and shoot camera. Um, so I, I love the Sony ecosystem and the Sony a seven three is a terrific all around camera. Um, not quite, you know, super amazing cinema camera, but the quality that you get out of this camera for the price is stellar. So I love it. And, uh, I wanted to talk it's not it's not like it's a new camera like it's been out for a while so i'm not going to be uh, saying anything new here but if you're someone who's on the fence about getting this particular camera or if you have one and maybe you're looking to unlock some of the features of it or just learn about different ways to customize it that's what we're going to talk about today i want to go through and kind of talk about some of the pros and cons of this camera things that i love things that i'm not so, such a fan of uh, but what I really wanted to get into is the different customization options of this thing. You can do a lot of different customizations to it to basically make it do whatever it is that you want it to do. Um, so we will be talking about that shortly. But first, updates. We got to start with updates. Um, studio updates. Well, I don't really have too many at this point. I was working this week on um, creating some little animations that would pop up. During the show, I could use the uh, Elgato switcher here if I wanted to do that. Um, but after I made them, I made them in After Effects and um, I, I, I exported a couple and then put them in OBS and played around with them. And I didn't like how they showed how they showed up there. So I want to play with that a little bit. I want to get a different, um, ouch, 
Okay, this this thing keeps shocking me, and I'm gonna talk about that next. You'll you'll find out why. If you see my hand jolt anytime during this, um, for those of you listening, I've got this bracelet thing on, which I'm gonna get into in just a minute. What what was I saying? I don't. Oh, the uh, yeah, the animations on the screen. I just didn't like how they showed. I, I need to put some uh, uh some kind of a background on them because they weren't that visible. I wasn't a huge fan of the animation itself, so we're gonna play around with that a little bit. So this thing here. So this. Uh, this bracelet that I'm wearing on my right wrist, again, for if you're listening to this, let me go with this angle here. So this is called the Pavlock. Um, I don't know if it's got like a subtitle or sub name, whatever, but it's basically just this black bracelet. It's a little thick, um, and inside, it, on the top of it, it's got a little lightning bolt, and inside it's got this little module that you can take out and you can charge. And um, basically what this is what this is designed for is to help you fight certain habits. A friend of mine received one as a gift for Christmas and um, he is someone who struggles ow, God, <laughs> it just shocked me again. He is someone who struggles with uh, waking up in the morning and he's been using this thing to um, help him get into the habit of waking up at a good time in the morning and getting up and out of bed. And the way that it does that is by sending an electrical shock through you basically like a little stun gun for your wrist i mean technically you can do beeps and you can do vibrations on this thing as well um i choose the shock just because i guess i'm a sadist i don't know um but yeah the, and and the habit the reason that i bought it um i don't have problems waking up in the morning but you can program different habits that you want to try to curb or 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 fix or get rid of in my case i am a uh i am a, i'm a nail biter i've been biting my nails Ever since I was a little kid, there was a period of time, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago where I quit, I stopped biting my nails and it was amazing. And I actually was, you know, cutting my nails and filing them for the first time in life. And then just, I guess the stresses built up and life went on. Um, I got, ouch, there it goes again. I got back in the habit of doing it. So what this basically does, and now granted it's, it's only on my right wrist, um, and it doesn't apply if I'm using my left hand but it can detect hand movements. So if I put my hand up to my mouth for too long in a position that would mimic that of trying to bite my nails, this thing will send a, uh, an electrical pulse into my wrist, basically as a warning, like, don't do that. A little, a little punishment, a little bit of negative um, reinforcement, I guess you could say. And uh, it's a, uh, hey, we got Brendan. Brendan, stay tuned, because I'm, I'm, showing, I'm showing the thing that you sent me. Brendan back on the live stream. What's up, brother? Um, so yeah, this, um, again, lost my train of thought, but that's okay. So yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm using this as an attempt to try and, um, just curb my nail biting habit. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, so if I put my hand up here, it thinks that it's, that I'm biting my nails. Oh, it's not doing it right now, but you'll see my hand flinch throughout the course of the show. And that's why. So anyway. That's the Pavlock. Next thing I want to do is I want to talk about this box. This is uh, this was sent to uh, me from Brendan Hal Halbum. I hope I'm sa uh, saying your last name right. Uh, Hal Halbum, H-A-L-B-O-H-M. Brendan Halbum. If you are on YouTube, go check him out. He's got a few different candles or candles. He's got a few different YouTube channels. I say candles because he actually makes candles. That is his. Whoops, let me flip that around. His company is Made Candles. 
uh, 100% America. I would like to take an opportunity here, by the way, to admire the uh, logo that he has there, a little flame there in the shape of an M. Pretty cool stuff. He was actually one of the guys that was on the retreat with me. And uh, the YouTube retreat that I talked about in a previous episode, really cool guy, really driven guy, motivated, makes cool stuff. Uh, and he asked for my address and wanted to send me a care package. So that's what this is. And I told him I would save it so that we could open it and check it out live on the podcast. So let's do that here. Move some of the stuff out of the way so we can see what's going on. Satisfying sound using my little EDC knife to open this up here. Okay. Apologies to those of you listening, but I will describe what's going on here. All right, so we've got a box full of some interesting things. Let's take them out here. First of all, got a little canister here. 100% USA made mold, mold, is that mold? Is that how you pronounce that? Mold cider? Mold cider and chestnuts. Eight ounce hand poured soy wax candle. Ah, okay. So he's sending me out some... Uh, some samples. Awesome, man. I, I know it's weird to say, but I'm actually a big fan. My, my wife has taken me into, um, is it yeah, Bath and Body Works? And uh, just over the years, I've gotten really interested in uh, candles and I, I enjoy a, a nice scented candle. So I'm, I'm going to check that out for sure. Got some more packing stuff. Let's get this stuff out of here. How easy is this to open? What is this? Oh, no. <laughs> We got a comb slash bottle opener. Check that out. That is awesome. Actually, I may have to keep this around for the beard. That's cool. Awesome, man. What else we got? Got another candle. Oak moss and amber. I got to find a way to open these up. How can I get these? Hold on. Is this good pod right now? I hope so. Uh, uh, I can't get it open. Wait. Hold on. We're moving. Okay, I got one open. So that's what the candle looks like on the inside. This one is the oak moss and amber variety. Let's go back to this view here. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff, man. It smells like outside, like, like the outdoors. Yeah, I like that one good stuff man all right what else we got that's it oh nope i lied that's not it so oh here we go that's cool let's go to this view again this is the photo the group photo uh that brendan took on the youtube retreat awesome group of guys you might see a couple guys you uh may recognize in there you got jevin dovey and you've got levi allen right there and then right there on the end is brendan very cool Thanks for the print out there. Of course, got some stickers and coasters. Oh, there we go. Hey, Ryan, it was awesome to meet you in Joshua Tree and uh, and hang out. Hope you have an epic 2020. Very cool, man. Thank you for the personalized little message there. Got a sticker. And then, oh, I see. Okay, we've got a little carrying case, it looks like. Oh, just a wallet. Check that out this little nice little leather pouch that's really cool man that's my yeah that 
he's Brendan says that's my favorite scent, the Oak Moss. Dude, that one smells really good. I'm interested to check out that uh, that other one too. This is cool, man. Dude, this stuff. That's awesome. I, I feel bad now because I don't have anything to send to you. But thank you very much for all of that, Brendan. Really cool of you to do that. Again, go check him out. Brendan Halbom, H-A-L-B-O-H-M. Search him on YouTube. Check out what he's got to offer. He makes candles. He gives business and success tips. Um, so, yeah, check him out. Let him know that I sent you over there. So, oh, wallet. Okay, so the this, this was a wallet. That's cool. Perfect. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you so much, sir. All right. So, those, those are the the updates I think I have. So let's move on. Let's talk about this bad boy right here. If you're watching this, I assume that you're familiar with this camera. Um, this is the Sony a seven three. Now mine might look a little bit different from yours, or if you've ever seen one before, it's got this uh, small rig cage on it, which just allows me to connect a bunch of different accessories and things onto it. Um, and I've actually set it up so that we can check this out. If it turns on, boom. So this way we can actually look through and see what I'm seeing, see some of the settings and all that type of stuff. So I wonder, no, I can't do that. Okay. So before we get into it, let's talk about just some of the things that I like and the things that um, I'm not a huge fan of on this camera. First of all, um, low light performance. You'll hear that a lot about the Sony A series cameras. This thing is great in low light. Um, I never really worry too much if I'm going to be shooting a low light situation because this thing produces great quality low light. Um, offers S-Log, although a lot of people will tell you not to shoot an S-Log on the Sony a7 III just because it's 8-bit and you're not going to have as much data to work with to do all your color grades and stuff like that. I personally shoot in a Cine 2 picture profile. Of course, you get 4K with this, um, 4K 30 frames per second max, so you don't get the 60 frames per second. Not a huge deal breaker for me. It does do 1080 at 100 frames per second though, which is great. Also offers 1080 at 60, 1080 at 24, 1080 30, 4K at 24, 4K at 30, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Brendan, gotta take off. We'll be watching the rest tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Um, so yeah, it, it, just as far as capabilities for, for most content creators, this thing's great. Um, what I really, what, what, a couple things I don't like about it. First of all, these little flaps here. Um, let me oh, let's go back. Get rid of this one. So on the side where all the cables can be attached, it's got these little flaps. Now oh, my hand just shocked me. Now on the Sony A fifty or A sixty five hundred, it actually has little doors that you can pull out and flop open. They're kind of on hinges. In this case, you don't have that. You just have these things that flap off. And especially when you've got a cage on it like this here, um, like for example, this guy. It just, you open it and it doesn't, it doesn't, it, sometimes it gets caught back in this area, like caught behind the cage and you can't get it out. It's just a little bit of a pain in the ass. Not a huge deal, but it is kind of a pain. Um, another thing I'm not a huge fan of on this one, and this is coming from a guy who was, um, a Canon guy for a long time. This camera, um, the operating system in it, flipping through the menus and things like that is not as responsive, nearly as responsive as Canon cameras. Um, you know, uh, I, I put up a poll earlier this week to discuss or to see, to get some votes on what I should talk about in this particular episode. The a7 III was obviously one option. The other option being boxing photography, which I will plan to save for next weekend. Uh, I've mentioned it before, but I do a lot of boxing photography and I've shot with this camera. Um, I've shot boxing, a lot of fights with this camera as well. 
And it's great with the exception of one thing, and that is between rounds, one of the things I like to do is go through and, and rate photos that I liked from the round that I shot so that when I do my post-processing, I can easily pick out the photos that I like from the fight, and then um, it just makes it easier to narrow down. On the Canon, if, as you're flipping through photos, you can flip through, hit that rate button, and continue going with seamlessly, no issues. On this one, not quite the case. Um, this, whenever you rate a photo, it pauses for a moment and you have to wait maybe a second or two before you can continue scrolling. That can be a pain. Um, so I like the operating system or at least the responsiveness in the operating system of the Canon system a little bit better. Um, but I imagine that's something that they will approve upon in future updates. Um, but let's talk about the things. Let's talk about some customizations here. Bring this top view down. I wonder if I can kind of zoom in here a little bit. Yes, I can. Maybe I'll bring this back. Okay, look at that. There we go. That's a nice angle right there. So this camera comes complete with a number of different um, custom customizable buttons. You can see like C4. You can see um, up C3 right there on the top here. You've got C1 and C2. You can customize those buttons to do whatever you want. But in addition, you can customize what this joystick does here. You can customize what this wheel does here. Um, also, if you have a G Master lens, you can see there's a little button right there. You can customize that to do certain things. Um, so tons of options. And the way that I typically uh, will customize this, and actually let's go ahead and bring this angle up now. You're not going to see anything because I've got it facing down. Um, oh, can I do a picture in picture here? Yes, I can. So there's me, but you're not really going to see what I'm looking at because I don't, I can't give this one a picture in picture. So hold on. Okay, so we're going to stick with this. So uh, this angle here. So um, I'm going to actually unplug this for a little bit and maybe zoom in a little tighter. Good. There we go. That might even be a little better. So if I hit the, um, let's let, we'll start with the the uh, the turn wheel here. I've customized this whole thing to, depending on which direction I push it in, or even the way that I turn it, it's going to do different things. So if I hit the left side there, uh, this is going to allow me to change my focus area so I can go from, you know, my uh, doing a small uh, focus spot to focusing center, basically just the ability to scroll through all the different focusing options that it offers. If I go back and then I decide to press the up button there, um, where did I set the up button? Oh, is that what I set it for? I'm just realizing now that I don't actually... Oh, that's right. The up, uh, I kept the default, which is changing the display on the back. Because sometimes I like to be able to uh, cycle through and, and you know, I want, might want to see the balance at one point. Another time I might want to see the histogram. Depends. Uh, clicking, Pressing the right button is going to do, again, the default in this case, which is changing the ISO. Uh, but I've also changed it so that um, just turning the wheel... Um, affects the ISO automatically. Um, and that's because I've tweaked other wheels to do the same thing. So if I press down, this is going to give me uh, the option to prioritize which SD card I'm writing to. Um, there are cases when I want to switch from one to the other, so I've set that to be able to allow me to do that. What did I... Now I'm realizing that uh, some of these customizations I'm not super familiar with, but if I hit C4... Ah, yes, that's right. So this one will give me the option to change my picture profile. In many cases, I use PP5, which I don't know if... It's, it's, a, Cine, it's a custom Cine 2. Actually, no, it's just Cine 2 with um, 
the cinema color and I think I turned down detail and that's really all I do for my picture profile but this will allow me to go in and change that or turn it off if I quickly need to um, on the top if I hit this C let's see can you see it there you go there's C1 and C2 if I hit C1 that's going to be my white balance adjustment so I can quickly go in and change my white balance and then this uh, C2 on the is that C2 no yeah C2 on the top if I press that it's going to let's see if I can do this here I can go between the EF, EVF here, which you can't really see it, but there, now it's coming to the EVF. I press it again, it comes back here. This thing has multiple turning wheels. This one here on the front, which I have adjusted to uh, change my aperture. So, uh, and then this one back here, I've adjusted to where it changes my shutter speed on the fly. Now, uh, one of the, let's see, oh, what was this one? C3, ah, so this is in C3 I set as a uh, focus magnifier. So if I'm doing manual focus and I really want to nail my focus, I can use this to lock that in. Um, and the, the cool thing about this also, in addition to all of that, is that that's on the video setting. So on the dial here, you can see that I'm set to video mode. But if I were to change it to um, you know, a photo mode like shutter priority or manual or whatever, the customizations change in those buttons. Those buttons don't necessarily carry over. And let's say if you use your, photo, your, your camera differently with photos than you do with video, you have the option to change what those different buttons and dials and things do, which is pretty cool. Um, it just, it, it, it allows you to it gives you the opportunity to work more on the fly and not have to bother with going through all the different um, all the different dials and all the different menus and everything like that in order to get uh, to the option that you're looking for. Oh, by the way, this button on the lens here, again, if you don't have a G Master lens, you may not have one of these buttons, um, but the G Master lenses that I have do have this button. And you can customize it to do, again, pretty much just anything you want. In my case, I set this to uh, toggle between auto and manual focus. Now, I know you have it here, but doing that, like if you, if you, you get a click sound, you get haptic feedback, sometimes you might adjust the, you know, you might jar the lens. So um, this, if I need to quickly switch to a manual focus, I can just press that, not without moving the camera, without making any noise or anything, and it automatically switches over to manual focus for me. So, pretty cool set of customizations. Oh, let's see, what else can I say about this thing? I'd love to know what some of you out there do with your A7Threes, or just your cameras in general, because I'm always looking for ways to to be able to make these work more efficiently. Um, oh, another thing that I, I just recalled that I'm not a huge fan of with this camera. Uh, switching back and forth from photo to video can be a bit of a pain as well. Um, one of the things that I wish would happen is that, you know, there are certain settings like picture profile. If I'm shooting in RAW, I don't want to use a picture profile because as the great Gerald Undone has said before, picture profiles can actually affect your um, your raw images, which can then affect your grades. It affects the gamma curve or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, but that's why when I shoot photography, I have to turn my profile uh, or picture profile off. I wish that I could turn the dial on the top from video to photo mode 
and be able to lock in certain settings as I turn it. So if I turn it to manual, I would love to have the option to have the picture profile automatically automatically turn back off. Or at the very least, you know, if I'm on the video mode, turn my picture profile on, turn it to photo mode, turn the picture profile off, and then when I go back and forth between the two, that setting would stay in place. But that's not what happens, unfortunately. Um, now, it does have two customizable um, options on the dial, number one and number two, and you can customize settings to those. But, you know, if you're, if you're running gun shooting and you need to adjust on the fly, those, you know, setting custom settings for the, in, on the dial there, it's, it may not help you in the end. It may not come in as handy as you might want. If you're in a controlled environment and, um, you know, you need to go back and forth from video to photo, or if you maybe need to go from one frame rate to another frame rate very quickly, that's what those come in handy for. But if you're trying to go back and forth between photo and video, it just it, customizations aren't all there. So it could be a little bit more efficient. Um, but needless to say, this is this is my favorite camera that I've owned personally. I think my my camera progression has been the uh, the Canon T3. I was my was my first camera. Then I went to the Canon 7D Mark II. Uh, got a few lenses, but all uh, like Sigma, um, Tamron. Tokina lenses. I never owned an actual Canon lens. And then I switched over to Sony. Um, just I just liked what they were doing with the video. I was starting to do more video and that was really what led me to become a Sony guy. Sold all my Canon stuff and now I am in the Sony ecosystem I guess. But anyway, that's really that's really it. That's kind of my, my, uh, my breakdown of the camera. Uh, if you have an a7 III, I would love to know what kind of customizations you're doing with yours. Leave me a comment below and let me know. Thank you so much for watching. If you hear my dogs in the background, apologize. They, uh, they will bark at just anything that moves. Um, but uh, it's okay because I think we're going to go ahead and end the show here. So thank you very much for watching. Next week we'll be talking about boxing photography. So if that's something you're interested in or just in it, and, and the concepts will apply to sports photography in general. So if that's something you're interested in, tune in Sunday sometime between 3 and 7 p.m.-ish. But I'll be sure to uh, post something out and let you all know. But anyway, until next time, thank you very much for watching. Be sure to hit the subscribe button if you are not subscribed already. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.